This is HPR episode 2787 entitled Node.js Part 1. It is hosted by operator and is about 10 minutes long and carries a clean flag. The summary is, I don't know JavaScript too. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. Welcome to the episode of Hacker Public Radio, your host operator. This is going to be kind of a multi-part series on my adventures uh, learning a real programming language. So um, I'm going to be talking about Node and uh, my struggles with learning Node uh, from a day-to-day basis, maybe, or a weekly basis. So far, it's been about my second day um, of hardcore coding. My background is Sedoc, Bash, Curl, and I'm able to pull content down that I want to pull down using those methods normally. Um, but more and more, I'm starting to see sites that are have complex Java, or they want you to render something in Java, or they have multiple you know CDNs, and you have to go to the CDN and pull that content down, and that has anti uh, spidering or anti-scraping stuff in it. So, um, I started looking at different things. I've used, um, PhantomJS before, and that's kind of depreciated and been replaced by some other frameworks. Uh, I ended up with, um, uh, Chrome's, uh, API using a thing called, uh, Puppeteer. Now, Puppeteer interfaces with Chrome's API, basically. So it's actually rendering their website in the background, and then you can code whatever you need to code and pull out whatever you need to pull out using CSS selectors, basically, which they call other kinds of selectors. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at. So I started doing basic stuff in the browser. Um, the great thing about understanding how it all works is once you understand how the selectors work, it's quite easy to figure out what you want to pull in. So that's mainly what I was looking for is I wanted a website parser that wasn't impossible to use. Um, so I, I quickly realized that, um, debugging some things with puppeteer and realizing that, uh, there's delays involved with that. And there's issues around, um, pulling in content and waiting for that content to come in before you do something with it, obviously. But, um, just inside of the browser, browser natively with Chrome, I'm easily able to, you know, find something, right-click it, view element, see that part of the element, pull in the parts that I want to pull in using the, the, the query selector and the query selector all stuff. So um, that, was, that was fairly painless, um, other than spending a half a day trying to figure out that um, I had some delay issues uh, as far as using Puppeteer. Um, it wasn't able to select the stuff that it hadn't downloaded yet, essentially. So, 
I like the idea that I can pull in uh, divs and tables and all that stuff and pull content in without having to worry about how it got there. I just have to look at the DOM and right-click and say selector, and it'll copy the selector of exactly how to get there. So that was cool. That made um, selecting and, and pulling down content very easy. Now, the hard part is that I've never used or learned a object-oriented programming. I did a little bit of Java, um, spent a couple of weeks doing Java basic stuff, and uh, I got frustrated and, and ended up back at the at, back at the shell. So, with that said, I I struggle and I still struggle and I'm well. This will be continuing struggles of of Java and and um, Node and and Puppeteer and how object oriented programming works and arrays. So the the first thing I'll say is that that part of it was easy. Um, getting it to work was easy. Um, what's not easy, obviously, is is writing the code and the syntax. And if you haven't done any object-oriented programming, then that you, you struggle with that. Um, another thing I noticed that, um, like anything, there's 15 ways to skin a cat. So I go to look on, you know, a code repo or, you know, whatever uh, website. And there'll be 15 different ways to do the same thing. And I'll, it'll take me an extra... 10 times as long as anybody else to read that syntax because I'm new to programming languages to make it work. And then I'll realize that that's not what actually I need to do or want to do. So then I have to backtrack and spend time trying to figure out what I really need to do and what I really want to do. So um, I have some requirements, really. Um, Multi-threading. Um, I have I want to um, view obfuscated uh, Java. Um, and I want to um, clean up the content of it, so parse it, regexit, regex it, um, and um, I want to um, proxy. I want to test prox stuff through that through a proxy server, so that I need to have some kind of proxy support within Node. Um, I'd imagine there's something in there or something I can call at least at the at the very least I can call um, proxy chains if I have to if there's no support. So my rule is is that if it if it's supported in Node, then I have to use Node. And if there's no, if I can't find any way or ask around a way to do whatever I'm trying to do in Node, then then I will uh, drop to shell and do it in shell. But I'm forcing myself to do everything through Node. Um, so I struggled mostly recently on uh, kind of taking two steps forward and four steps back because. Um, I was able to pull the content down. I was able to regex it out. I was able to replace and find what I needed to find. Um, but on the last step, I have a dot search, and that dot search function returns an array. And I have everything as a string, and then all of a sudden it switches to an array, and now I want to take that array and dump it to a file. And and now it's I'm having to switch back and forth the syntax. So I went from a a string, 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 and then the only way I know how to grep out anything within Node so far is to use this uh, search function. And now that I have this search function, it returns an object. So now I'm uh, in an array. So now I have an array, and I have to deal with that mess. And I, I, I didn't want an array. I want a string. I want to keep everything a string. Um, there might be another function that I don't know about yet, but uh, I'm struggling with the whole you know, I have my content the way I want it, and then all of a sudden I do a regex or a grep, and now I'm grepping out, and I go, okay, I got my content the way I want it. Oh, look, now it's an array, and it's got all these, you know, all these commas in it, and it's 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 a different kind of uh, it's a different kind of variable, or it's a different kind of data set. So that that's fairly frustrating for me right now. 
Um, so I'm working through that. This is basically to replace my proxy rip script. So I have a uh, script that does set up bash curl with some um, use of proxy chains to and Java, which is spider monkey from way back. And it would process this Java and do things like cookies and refer checking and all that good stuff to pull down content that wasn't supposed to be pulled down or wasn't supposed to be scraped from these proxy websites. Then it would take those proxies, check them, check them again, and then output the ones that were good. And then after that, it would take the ones that were good, pipe those through proxy chains and see which ones actually worked through proxy chains. And then it would export a configuration file for proxy chains for people to use um, through with proxy chains. So um, it, it, it's not really relevant today. I mean, you've got Tor and other things like that, but there's a lot of places that block Tor. And there's a lot of, you know, proxies out there that are slow, but yet if you need to get to some content or something like that, that's being blocked by a, by a traditional Tor node, then you can use that, right? You don't have a VPN, you can use that. Um, but mainly it's just something I've, I've found interesting is, 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 is looking at these proxies and seeing where they are and where they come from and how they work. So I'm um, re- re- replacing all of this with, with Node. And uh, that's why I'm able to pull down the content that I'm not supposed to be able to, to, to scrape is because we're, we're using the Chrome API and we're pulling down everything we need to pull down. And we're not having to worry about obfuscation of <laughs> of Java stuff. So that's where I'm at. Um, you know, I'll say that, uh, I haven't actually learned a language yet. This is my first kind of attempt, well, several attempts at learning a language, but this is my first attempt that I've, that I've kind of gone down the rabbit hole on and spent a couple of days on. So eventually I'll get to the point where, you know, I'll have those, those core functions and I'll understand arrays and I'll understand objects and I'll be able to move and navigate around Node a little bit better once I figure all that out. But for now, I'm fairly frustrated because I, I, I know what I want to do, right? Um, and I know how to do it in a shell, but I can't do it um, in, in, in Node because I don't know what the function is and I don't know how to call it. And then I do end up finding a function, but it really only operates the way half of what I want it to do. And I want to add some extra feature or an extra extend that function it's a regex or a grep or whatever. And I can't do that because it doesn't support that function or I don't know how to get the syntax right for it to do that. So anyways, um, that's kind of just more of a rant if anything. Um, but I'll have some more useful stuff and I'll have a uh, Google docs up about my trials and tribulations about what I, what I'm going through and, and help along the way uh, for people that tell people make that transition from, uh, from a shell environment to a uh, real programming language like Node, right? Anyways, hope that doesn't help anybody, and uh, and we'll get some more helpful stuff as we release the rest of these series or whatever. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. 
Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.